You're listening to the Nice Girls CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Benavidez, and I am so passionate about women and maybe a few good men too, who are ready to live on purpose and make an impact. So if you want to be a leader in the world and build a business that makes a difference, and you want to be bold and confident so you can show up and stand out, then this is the place to be. Ready? Let's go. All right, everyone, you are in for a special treat today. If you have been wanting to start a coaching business, then this was especially for you. Our guest, Fabienne Raphael, I actually know from a coaching program that she was in that I co-facilitate. So I got to watch her journey. um, And this was probably almost a year ago, maybe like eight months ago. Um, And she's incredible. The way that she coaches entrepreneurs that are wanting to get started in a coaching business. She just makes it so simple for them to understand the steps to take so that they don't feel like it's complicated. They don't feel overwhelmed and they actually get to take the actions that are needed to get started in a way that shows results really quickly. And before you know it, your business will be going. So tune in, take some notes and get to know Fabienne. All right. So many people are excited to start a coaching business, but with all the things that go into it, it can seem really complicated and overwhelming. So I'm really excited to have our guest, Fabienne Raphael, here today. She is a business building coach, speaker, and podcaster. And I actually know Fabienne from a coaching program that I co-facilitate, and she is fabulous. I love the way that she approaches business and the way that she helps her clients get things going. So welcome, Fabienne. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here, Lisa. Me too. So tell us a little bit more about you and how you got started and all that fun stuff. So actually, my entrepreneurial journey was no straight line. Uh, When I grew up, I didn't even think I would ever be a business owner. Um, I was raised by parents that had the same job for like over 25 years. So my idea of work was get a degree, get that paper, have a job, try to find the best job possible and stay there forever Mm. until I retire. Hmm. Yeah, I guess (laughs) that's not how it happened. (laughs) Along the way, I met uh, my business and life partner, Reggie, and uh, he was already into working for himself and into personal development, attending conferences, and learning more about himself and about business. And I guess he was good influence because at a certain point, well, okay, I was like, okay, let me go to one of these conferences. And um, it led me to this huge marketing conference. And I was like, oh my God, like this is, this is awesome. You know, like marketing is something that everyone should know about. And uh, this is how I got interested into like online marketing and everything that goes on online. But I have to say that after meeting Reggie, we started a few businesses together, like a healthcare agency. And when we attended that marketing uh, conference, we're like, marketing was our missing link. Oh my God, we need to implement some stuff. And, and, and things were working at a certain point. And then 
at that time with the agency, well, um, at a certain point, the, the hospitals and all these other establishments stopped investing into private agencies for their professionals. So we had to close that business. And then I had a home staging business and uh, I had a TV show and all of that. And it eventually it brought me back to the online business world because of the lifestyle and because of the fact that I can work from home and take days off when I feel like and being close to my family. So let's say that's how, like in a nutshell, my story is. But uh, again, like I had no clue whatsoever that I would ever become an online business owner. So cool. It's like you're a serial entrepreneur and sometimes that happens. I kind of fell into it as well. So I, I get the story and then when it clicks and I think you nailed it when you talked about the freedom and like the lifestyle that you get because of it, that is what was so attractive to me becoming an entrepreneur. I've never had a quote unquote real job. So I don't know what to compare it to other than just what I see and hear from other people. Mm -hmm. But I've been doing it for 16 years and I, I will never go back like ever, ever, ever. This is so for me and it's not for everyone though. So I, I do want to put that out there that it's not for everyone. And if you have a nine to five or some sort of other job, so to speak, and you're happy, then that's cool. Mm -hmm. But if you do want to look at opening a coaching business or getting online and having more of this freedom lifestyle that us entrepreneurs talk about a lot, then listen in because we're going to dive into how to get this going um, and in, in a very like low complication, easy way. Because I do believe that things can be simple and effective and they don't have to be hard. So would you agree with that, Fabian? I totally do, yeah. actually. And, and I feel that sometimes people think that they need to get their website ready, ready or have a very unique and exciting business name and then uh, having their business cards and invest into uh, hiring someone to help them into something and all that stuff. And I feel that, first of all, you said, well, maybe entrepreneurship is not for you. So basically, if you invest all that money into websites, business cards, and hiring, I don't know, marketing expert to help you start your business and all that stuff, and you don't like it, well, then you end up investing thousands and thousands of dollars for no reason. So that's why I love to tell entrepreneurs that, first of all, if they want to start, especially their coaching business, well, it's because they have something unique about themselves that is worth sharing with the world. So it could be a talent, it could be an expertise, it could be what you studied in, in college and then you decide that you wanna make a business out of it. It could be helping other entrepreneurs build their business uh, like what I do online. So you have to find like what's that unique part of yourself that people are already actively looking for. See, and that's the tricky part. Because sometimes people might have a good idea. Let's say, well, I want to help the world grow tomatoes, more tomatoes. Okay, but what if like the rest of the world doesn't want to buy any of that, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure that your market, there's a market for it. And also that people are already spending money, investing money into that market to put more chances uh, on your side and make you experiment at least that one first client. So instead of, 
you know, like investing your time, energy, and money into websites and all that stuff, those colors of your, I don't know, website, whatever, then you should invest that time and energy into going to get your first client. So how you find your first client? Well, sometimes it's really within your reach, within the scope of people that you already know, and then just starting to talk about what you do or what you want to accomplish in business might lead to you getting your first client. Let me give you an example. There's one client of mine right now that he told me the first client he got was he was doing his hair at the barber and then uh, he was talking about what he was doing. And then the person doing his hair was like, oh yeah, I have someone in mind that I can refer you to. And that's how his business got started. Love it. So, so sometimes we feel that, okay, so what do I do? Do I invest into advertising already? Or do I hire someone to really help me expand my reach? No, sometimes it's just a matter of talking to a few people or talking to the people that you know right now and that could be connected to your potential uh, client, the person that you want to serve. And what's important for you is to really being clear on identifying who you can help so the other people that you know might refer you the people that would be a good fit for your business. So I would say that this is like the simplest way you can get started. First of all, it will give you social proof that, hey, what you have as an idea or as an expertise, people want to invest into. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing would be kind of like, you're paid for market research. <laughs> so while you're helping someone, because that person will really... Um, dig into what their struggles are, what they need help with, what they truly want, what problem they want served, then you, of course, you take notes about that. And then you are actually um, training yourself into really knowing and nailing what your potential clients want to learn, buy, uh, want to have as results. And then you refine your marketing message like that. So when you get your first client, it's actually being paid to continue your market research. That's how I call it. I love that twist on it. And um, I, it, to me, like what I really got out of that is the first investment that you really need to make when you're starting any kind of business um, online, especially in a, in a coaching business, especially is to invest in the relationships that you already have so that you can have this market research. And then I love like the social proof of really validating that this is something that people want, need, and already pay for. And I think that stops a lot of people. A lot of people think, oh, well, somebody else is already doing that. Yeah, we're all already doing what somebody else is doing. And that's the point though, because that means that we get to bring our own stories, experiences, and our unique style of coaching to the people that have been waiting for us in that same market, but just with our style. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that, Lisa, because sometimes, you know, I discuss with entrepreneurs that are kind of discouraged because they're like, well, why would I be starting my coaching business? There are a ton of coaches out there. Why would they want that extra coach out of that gazillion coaches already? And then I always say the same thing. I'm like, well, there's nobody on this earth like you. And people most of the time do business because of you, not because of what you share or because like of uh, 
um, the content and all that stuff, they can get content like everywhere, all over the web, or they could decide to hire someone else. But as you said, you have this special twist, that thing that is so unique about you, your personality, something that clicks more with your target market. And that's exactly why people are going to do business with you. I just had my, uh, my mastermind retreat like a few days ago, and I actually sent a questionnaire prior to coming to the retreat to, to make sure that I address the major concerns of my clients when they come. And I also asked them why they decided to invest into that retreat and uh, why they decided to invest, especially with me. And 100% of the, the answers are because of your personality. Because, oh, yeah. because, we, because I like you, because I like your charisma or because I like the way you do things or what you project and how positive you are, your energy and all that stuff. But it's always because of me. It's never right. always because of like the content I will share or, or I don't know, like it, it's all, it all has to do with uh, my personality, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Yeah. So, your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Exactly. So, so that's the big message here for people that are discouraged and feel that they will be just that extra coach in the market. That's so not true. People are looking for someone like you and when they click with you, well, they stick with you and they talk about you like to, to a lot of people. And that's also what helps grow your business. Yeah, I love that. So talk to us a little bit about like the mindset that you need, because this is something that would stop a lot of people. So where can mindset play a role in how we approach this in starting our business and then throughout growing our business and hitting goals and things like that? First of all, I love to say that entrepreneurship is kind of like the world's best uh, personal development challenge there is ever. Because whenever you, either when you start, grow, or you hit your goal and you have to go forward and all that stuff, there are always challenges. Um, Let's say you plan something and then it doesn't go out the way you wanted, or you decide to collaborate or partner with someone and then you realize it's not going well or that person is not necessarily, does not share the same values as you do. Or you join that program and you're like, yeah, this is what I need. And then you invest your money and then it doesn't give you anything back. So you have no return on investment and all that stuff. So there's always, always challenges. And along the way, you learn how to actually not necessarily expect them, but accept that it's part of your journey and actually be thrilled whenever you go over one of these challenges and that you grow as a person and you evolve and you become a better version of yourself. So mindset was what I feel like is that when some, some people are starting, well, they're thinking about starting their businesses, they stop it because they're like, wait a minute, what I have to share is not even worth it to be told to the world or why would people pay for whatever I have to say or it comes naturally to me so why would people invest money into myself to share some knowledge that I have or some passion that I have that is so easy for me to share so most of the time well a lot of people are affected with what they call the imposter syndrome so when, when you might have these feelings, what I really suggest is to actually focus on the people that you serve instead of focusing on yourself. So instead of thinking, what if I or what will people say about me and all that stuff, 
try to think about these people that you want to help and that already have a problem and how they will feel when this problem will be solved. So basically you're taking the focus out of yourself, focusing it on your audience. Then you know that online is also crowded with people who are um, just money oriented, arrogant, and just want to have your money without helping you. So you will actually already distinguish yourself from the others because you will be sincerely oriented into helping people get results. So that's one of the first things. And then the second thing that I feel is extremely important as an entrepreneur is to become resilient. So accepting that, yes, challenges are part of the journey. And when you go over them or when you're having a hard time, it's not because you're not good enough. It's not because you were dumb and you made that stupid mistake. It's just because it's along the way and this was a part of your journey to help you grow and become a better person. And I feel also that forgiving yourself for past mistakes is huge for you to be able to go forward in business. Um, as I said, like these challenges, sometimes they could hit you hard and make you go down into something that will make you doubt yourself or wondering why in the first place you wanted to start that business. But again, like if you're resilient enough and if you go and invest into finding the great resources to help you out into those dark moments, then what awaits is just something more wonderful and something that is worth experimenting and share with the world. Oh, I love so much out of there. I was actually taking some notes. Um, I agree 100%. Um, I actually did another episode uh, recently about the fraud factor. So I talked a lot about that too. And I talked about how, especially like the audience that I have here, like we're nice girl CEOs. So that means that we show up, we serve, we want to make an impact. And so that's the number one thing to remember that if you start to feel that imposter syndrome or that fraud factor creep up, remember that frauds are going to lie, cheat, steal, and manipulate, and you are none of those things. So remember that, that even if somebody on the other side feels like you are, then they're not your peeps, right? You got to move on. Um, and I just, I love how you also added in there that entrepreneurs must be resilient. That is hugely true. And we're going to get knocked down. I mean, we've all seen that little graphic meme thing that shows, you know, life of a real entrepreneur. And there are ups and downs and loops and turns and twists. And we have to keep getting back up. And I always like to talk about too, like, you know, a lot of us are parents. So we tell our kids, you know, yeah, you mess up sometimes. You learn from your mistakes and then you get better next time and then better and better and better. Same thing with entrepreneurship. You have to be resilient. I love that you brought that up. Hmm. And, and I love the fact that you actually specify and gave that example with the fraud. I love that example, actually. Probably I'll use it and quote you. Yes, please. I actually <laughs> heard it from another client. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was like a brilliant way for us to really grasp that, um, that mindset that we are not frauds because mm -hmm. you show up to serve. We are not here to manipulate. Yeah. And those people that are doing that, they always get caught up in their own mess. So don't even let them be a part of your, you know, your circle, your um, anything, like just remove them, just focus on your clients. And another thing that I like to tell people, I actually told on a coaching call this morning, I told the whole group, get over yourselves because all these fears and this confidence, like the lack of confidence comes up and should I do this? And what if they say that? Oh, yeah. 
get over yourself because it's about the other person. How are we serving them? Mm -hmm. And, you know, that always helps me show up stronger and more confidently and, you know, just give and worry about the impact versus what's in it for me or what's going to happen to me. And the other thing also, Lisa, is that um, most of the time, like you make up stories in your head, right? Mm -hmm. So before taking action, you're like, okay, so if I do this and then this person reacts like this or this might, this is what might happen. And then all of a sudden you decide to take action and what happens next is completely like the opposite or something that you have never imagined that would be possible or you know it was not as bad as you thought it was exactly. so i always i always say that um whenever you will have these voices like saying oh maybe you're not good enough to do this or you would you will fear uh you will have that fear you will have those sometimes negative feelings but if you decide to act anyways then most of the time these feelings like they fade away they disappear and what comes up after that is more self-confidence because you decided to act despite of that fear and those negative feelings and thoughts and the results most of the time are great results yep and they're always because even if it's not exactly what you wanted it to be you learn from it and know where things need to get shifted and fixed and made better for next time exactly yeah so good oh fabian you're a genius <laughs> Um, I wanted to ask you, so we have a freebie that Fabian's going to share. It'll be linked down below um, on her website and it's called your coaching empire blueprint. So tell us what they will get if they download this. Okay. So what they will get is actually their way to get started with their coaching business idea. So many steps in order to know, first of all, okay, Am I like what I want to share with the world? Is it the, is it a good thing? And then how to get started into sharing that expertise and going to get that first client. So good. So if you're ready to start your coaching business and you want some guidelines and steps to put in place to create a really good foundation for your idea so that you can put together the offer and get started without the complication, without the overwhelm, and without all the investing in things that you don't need to get started, <laughs> head over to Fabienne's website and download it and check in with her. Um, we'll link her Facebook as well so that you can follow and see what she's up to and just say hi to her and let her know how this episode helped you um, and all that fun stuff. So make sure you check that out. And before we wrap up, Fabienne, I'd love for you to give us a, an action step to take that we can implement right away besides the coaching empire blueprint. What can, we, what can our audience do today to take a step forward in the right direction? <laughs> okay, so as we discussed during this interview, a lot of people are so shy into like stepping in or sharing what their unique gift or talent or expertise is with the world. So what I challenge you to do right now is to actually take all the, I would say Rolodex, even though I know it's, it's just an image in your head, <laughs> but all these people that you know, and send an email or give them a call or connect with them on Facebook and just express like, 
that you start your that you are starting your business or you've started already but you are actually accepting clients now and this is what you do and this is why you do it so try to spread the word even more and you will be surprised how many people will be willing to help you and bring you some people that might be a good fit for you and your business Ooh, i love it it's an action step and a challenge so take that um, one thing too, just to add a cherry on top is just remember that if you are serious about starting a business and not just another hobby or something fun to do on the side, if you really want to create a business, step into it fully and make these decisions and take these actions as the CEO that you dream about being, start now. Be that person now, show up today, work on your mindset daily, follow Fabienne, get your blueprint and get started. Fabian, thank you so much for being a guest today. I adore you and I'm so grateful that we were able to do this together and I, I just love everything that you share today. All right. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was such a pleasure to be here on the show and actually I felt really comfortable and it was a great conversation. Thanks, Lisa. Ah, you're welcome. Love that. Okay. Well, we'll see you all next time. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really enjoyed it, I'd love for you to write a review and share it. Also be sure to connect with me in my Facebook group, Social Impact Squad, and follow me on Instagram at NiceGirlCEO. Hope you have an awesome day. Go take action in reaching your goals, and I'll see you next time.